three, two, one. Everybody, welcome to Soda Can Ashtray. This is Josh Smith and Adam Hardwick. And today, we're going to be talking about ghosts. Spooky, the supernatural, the fucking unheard of, the mystic, the whole fucking, the whole shebang. Yeah. So, Adam, have you ever encountered a ghost or had something supernatural happen to you? Couldn't even count the fucking times. But, then again, I went looking for it. I definitely found what I was looking for. Well, could you go into any detail? Depends. What do you want to hear about? The ghost or a demon? Uh, I'd rather hear about the ghost. Okay. Let's go with the time that I was living at my ex-girlfriend's house. And it was like every day you would find something different. You would hear something different. You would see something out of the corner of your eye. Until one day, I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV. I'm the only one there. And the front door just opened. And it just straight the fuck up opened. And then it's like kind of like a common thing that would happen all the time. But this time I got up to shut it. And as soon as I got to the door, I just froze. Because I seen in the glass door reflection a person standing behind me. And I turned around and the person was gone. And I kind of described the person to my uh, ex-girlfriend the one I woke her when she woke up. Because I don't think I slept that night. And uh, she was like, well, it sounds like my, uh, like my grandfather. And I was like, well... Why is he here? She's like, well, this is his fucking house. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I got a story for you guys. Uh, it happened uh, a long time ago, and it happened to my brother. He expressed to me the supernatural, and one day he was laying in bed. He mysteriously woke up in the middle of the night, and he seen this white light and this figure standing before him. And then he was like, who are you? The figure was made of a woman and the woman started walking. So he followed it. He followed it all the way downstairs to the front door, which he then opened and the spirit disappeared. And then the next day they went to school. Someone close to him had died. So he figured that that spirit was that person talking to him. And letting them know that they're okay and he doesn't need to worry about them. That's what I really got from the situation. I mean, yeah, anything like that can really happen. Like, messages, whether it be you hearing something, you seeing something, or even just feeling something. It all comes through in different ways. Yeah. I remember another day, me and my friend Brian, we had went ghost hunting in the cemetery and i remember he took a picture of me and behind me there were white or gold looking orbs floating around so i thought that was really mysterious but i don't know too much about orbs i just know they're kind of like spirit energy or something like that that's exactly what they are just balls of energy The, uh, I know that different people have different, like, uh, how would I describe it, tunes, pretty much. Different people can be tuned in to 
experience shit more or experience shit less. Doesn't matter like how how haunted the house is or if you want to even put it like that. How much spiritual energy is around. Some people are just more in tune with it. That's the point where some people are what you would call a medium. They can pretty much talk to the dead. Excuse me. Talk to the dead. Somehow... I'm just going to be really truthful with you guys and be honest. Um, I felt like I was a psychic median for a little bit. Like, um, my mother was always distraught in her life over um, this letter that my mom or her my grandmother had wrote, her mother. And it was explaining that her actual grandfather wasn't her actual grandfather it was a different man i can't remember particularly what his name was or anything but she had uh wrote him a letter she had wrote her a letter telling her everything and how things happened and he was a healthy guy and he went off to the military the navy and i remember her telling me bits and pieces of the story but never the whole thing and then it just dawned on me that for some reason I had some type of relationship with the man or he was watching over me spiritually. So I called him out. I talked to him out loud and he pretty much explained his whole life to me. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? He told me he went to the Navy. He got killed in the war. Uh, and he told me he would see shit sometimes, because I do too. And he was just like, um, sometimes I will picture people in their best person. And what he would literally see is like, he was in the military, so he would be like, oh, he's a good drill sergeant. Oh, he's a good uh, sergeant, or he's a good major, or he's a good general, things like that. And it always caught me off and with a tone because I was just like there's so many different things on this earth that people generally don't contact or they have to be in some type of spiritual uh, learning that makes them susceptible to talk to a spirit because people can talk to spirits every day but some people choose not to Maybe they're afraid, but spiritual beings are truly real. They could be an angel, a demon, anything like that. But most people try to break it down as like some type of ghost or a spirit that can harm you. I've talked to spirits before and none of the spirits ever harmed me. But you never know what that spirit went to or went through to be able to talk to you. To get you to feel a certain way about your life. Because there's always an open door that you can walk through that can literally change your life. And don't think of it as a door. Think of it as a metaphor that if you become a better person today and you want to give back and you want to give money. There's always going to be a spirit watching over you to see the good. So they can either give it to God or they receive the good and they give it out to other people because good attracts good 
and bad attracts bad. It's like basically the law, the law of the universe. Yeah, I agree with that. I can I can see that. I just I look at it as the things that present themselves to you are the things that you're kind of asking to present to you, depending on how you live, how you how, what you give is what you attract. So if you're a negative person, you're gonna have a negative experience. If you're a positive person, you have a positive experience. So speaking of spirits in church and angels and demons and all that, I want to provide you a story about my mother. Um, me and my mother, we went to church as children, raised us up as Christians and everything. And then we left church and the church got uh, no uh, tithes to it or anything and they closed down. So we went to a different church. And... One day I was chilling downstairs watching TV and I felt like Jesus talked to me and he said that you need to tell your mother you will do anything to keep her in church or to keep her well. But it was mostly about church. And I was like, all right. So I walked in the room. She was uh, doing laundry and I, I put my hand on her shoulder and I was like, mom, Jesus told me this. He was just like, we need to stay in church together and I need to help you move forward in your spiritual gravity. And she was just like, OK, never really thought nothing of it. And one day she went to church by herself and she told me she had a she heard a voice in her head and it told her to think something. I can't remember what it said specifically of what to think, but she thought it. And then she became overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit and started talking in tongues. And that's a spiritual gift that people see. And what that does is it puts a blessing over the area that you're in pretty much due to the Holy Spirit. And when people talk in tongues, they talk differently from normal talk. They talk like some weird gibberish that you could barely understand. But if you have a spiritual gift of interpreting tongues, then you know what they're saying. So that night, she became overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit, started talking in tongues so much that church had ended. And she's still talking in tongues like something really, really came over her and changed her life. And my I was sitting upstairs uh when she was on her way back home and my dad walks in the room, he's like, come downstairs with me and see about your mother. And I was like, okay. And she walked in the door. I have the hallway on the hallway light on and I'm looking at her and she's literally like some people would be on their knees talking, but she was standing up conscious and she would just keep babbling on in tongues and I and I thought that was like a true spiritual experience from church. And it kind of changed my life in a way because I realized that God, God truly does work in mysterious ways. And that that testimony, that showing of everything, it really dawned on me that she was just blessing the house, blessing us. 
making sure we're safe, always being a top-notch mother. And I really commend her for doing that. And I really think it's a blessing. But as soon as I walked down there, I had the hallway light on and I'm looking at her and she's talking in tongues. And my dad's looking at me like, what the fuck do we do? Do we take her to the hospital? Like, what do we do? And then I remembered church and I remember listening to her words. And she was like, thank you, Father, for this house. Thank you, Father, for this home. Thank you, Father, for this family. And I'm sitting there interpreting that. I look at my dad. I'm like, ah, she's fine. And she's like, uh, Merlin, take a drink. And she's conscious of everything. So she takes a drink and she keeps talking in tongues. And eventually it quit later on in the night. But she still does it every now and again. She still calls upon the Holy Spirit to change her tongue and to be a better person. And I feel like spiritually, a lot of good is going to happen to her. And another thing is... A month later, I was supposed to go to Florida with some friends and they had ditched me. But before that, my mother put anointing oil over my head and prayed for me. Then she prayed for my friends. She was like, Josh, I don't know what's going on. The Holy Spirit hit me and you need to get in touch with your friends and see what they're doing because I don't I don't like what's going on. And I tried to call them for like two or three hours. They never listened. They never picked up or nothing. And lo and behold, they dished me. I'm like, oh, man, what the hell? And then that night, I had a very, very spiritual dream. I was in a helicopter, and I look over to my left, and there's a city. And the city is literally built on water. Like, you see nothing but water, then you see buildings everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God, that's such a beautiful experience. And then... I went back to sleep, but I felt like when she put hands over me and she was talking in tongues, I really didn't feel it till later on when I accepted the spirit because sometimes you have to accept spirits to bring upon what they want to do with you. And I just felt like she told me that I was going to be over people, that I was going to be working and it just really, really made me feel better. But that's enough of that story. Now we're going to talk about the afterlife. Yeah, I mean, everybody talks about, like, is there life after death? What happens after I die? It's the fucking greatest mystery ever. But uh, the thing I've seen with, like, fucking spirits, ghosts, whatever you want to call them, is that there's another, there's another realm that you go to. Your physical body may be dead, but your soul is never dead. You're just you're just somewhere else. You're still on this planet, but a different world, if that makes sense. Let me tell you a weird story about death, Adam. Um let's see, uh how long ago did chance die? Uh twenty eighteen. In 2018, we had a real close friend of us die, and um, I was off my medication, not paying attention, and I had really just wanted to physically know, was he okay? And it's like his spirit came to me 
and was just like, Josh, help me, help me, help me. Like he was so lost. And it was like his, I seen like visions of his body where his head was wrapped up and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And it felt like he was trying to tell me to help him in some way, but I didn't know how. I just prayed for him and left it alone. And then a couple of days later, I had checked on him and he was just like, I'm walking in a tunnel. I don't know where I'm going. What's going on? I know I died. Like I seen my body through 3D experience. Like when your soul is body, like you can look at your body like astral plane or something like that. And he had told me he had went to hell, found salvation, talked to God. And it was just like, I was like, why the hell did he go to hell? Like, what's going on? He was just like, that's something that, that sometimes some people have to deal with for the mistakes they've made in life. And I was like, don't worry, bro. That's just a test because God tests everyone that goes to heaven. Like you can enter the kingdom of God pretty much. But that's another story in its own. And a couple months later on, when they had buried him, I had talked to him. I felt like I talked to him. I don't know if it makes sense or not, but I felt his spirit come to me and he was just making fun of me, bullshitting around and shit like he's a cool motherfucker. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm about to beat your ass from that time I beat your ass. And he was just giggling, laughing and shit, looking at me. I was, he was just like, look at the world I live in. Look how beautiful it is. And he told me that he grew up. He like had a, like I looked through like a, a mirror, like a handheld mirror. And I looked at him. He said, look at the mirror. I looked at him and he was just like about 21, 22. And he's sitting there looking around. He's like, dude, this place is amazing. Please think everything you've ever came across. Cause this place is the most brilliant put place together no crime no hurt just love and people just love each other and his mom had died a couple years before he died and i spoke upon him about six months later and he's sitting there telling me he's arguing with his mom about dumbass shit and she's doing uh narcotics and stuff and getting fucked up and he's smoking weed looking at comic books and when he was telling me about these comic books, these comic books were so intricate, like nobody could really think about what happened because it's like all the comic books play off each other. Like he had a Homer Simpson that was a robot fucking fucking up the Terminator. And I remember he had Batman doing some shit and it was just it was just weird. I can't really think about all of it, but that's just how it went. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. That's fucking crazy for one reason. Because I know you didn't go to the hospital the night. Cause I was there after he shot himself. I went and seen him in the fucking ICU and all that shit. And the way you just described him with his head wrapped up was fucking exactly how he looked. Head wrapped up. He was conscious, but no, he wasn't. I can't say it like that. He could hear you, but he couldn't move, couldn't talk, none of that shit. Hmm. Which is fucking nuts how you just described that. I'm like speechless right now. Yeah.